Hey guys, Matt here. Before we begin this episode of The Obsessive Viewer, I just want to mention that we are currently running a contest where you can win a free Obsessive Viewer t-shirt. The contest runs from now until January 1st, and if you want to enter, all you have to do is leave a rating and review of the podcast on iTunes or on Stitcher. Then you need to take a screenshot of the review and email it to matt at obsessiveviewer.com with the subject line Obsessive Viewer T-Shirt Contest. On January 1st, I'll randomly select a winner from the entries and we'll get a free t-shirt mailed to them. We'll be accepting entries until December 31st at midnight, so make sure you get the email in before then. Thank you guys for listening and enjoy this week's episode of The Obsessive Viewer. This is Matt Hurt at Obsessive Viewer on Twitter. This is Tiny at Obsessive Tiny on Twitter. And this is ObsessiveViewer.com's The Obsessive Viewer Podcast. And welcome to a special episode of The Obsessive Viewer, where a weekly movie and TV podcast that covers a specific topic, be it genre, trope, movie, or show, each episode. You can find more of our work at obsessiveviewer.com, find more of our podcasts at obsessiveviewer.com slash podcasts, and follow, uh, find us on Facebook and join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash theobsessiveviewer. Uh, so this is a special episode. I'm not sure how I'm going to cut this together, which is what I always say every single week, <laughs> um, but this is our live episode episode of our yearly Shocktober in Irvington event, which is a one-night event screening of short horror films from local filmmakers um, in the Irvington, screened in the Irvington community, which is a great little uh, suburb of Indianapolis that has a ton of really great people that are super involved with the Halloween season and the spirit of Halloween. It's a very cool um, little area that we like to uh, screen this event at each year and donate uh, the proceeds to the historical society, um, which is always a great time and it's a great cause. Mm -hmm. So this year, um, this is our fourth year doing it and we're going to go into the recording from the night and everything. But, uh, this one is this year's episode is a little different in that a, it's being released after Halloween. (laughs) Um, I've been (laughs) super busy guys. Um, and B, uh, Tiny was not in attendance for Shocktober Norrington. Yeah. I was doing, I was folding something or packing something or. Right. Regretting something. No, I'm right. kidding. Jesus. I'm kidding. Uh, fair, he was getting cold feet. <laughs> yeah, my feet were freezing. I had to buy new slippers. Jesus. Um, no, uh, it, yeah, I, so much stress already. Yeah. And so I just, yeah. Couldn't. It was the, for context, it was the week before his wedding. Yes. And he, uh, yeah, so, so I basically gave him, the year off for Shocktober yeah. because, uh, because, you know, planning the, uh, ceremony and reception, everything of the, probably the biggest event of your entire life, probably a little more important than, than Shocktober and Irvington. Yeah. Maybe just a tad. And it's crazy. Yeah. Just yeah. seeing all those, that's like a feeling I can't describe, like standing on a stage. And, oh, and yeah. literally everyone that you love in the world is sitting there watching you. Like that's mm-hmm. that was like incredible. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Not, I, I not can to imagine. get sappy or anything. Right. Oh, I'm gonna cry. You do. Uh, oh. And full disclosure, I'm a little sick, so I might sound like I have uh, death at my do- at the door. Right. Right. Which is fitting for this episode, really. It is. It um, is. Yeah. And it's also the first. I'm not gonna make that joke. Anyway. Oh boy. Um. Anyway. Um. <laughs> 
Stupid. Uh, so yeah, so uh, we are going to kind of just break in throughout this episode. I'm going to play the recording from the night, and we're going to break in with uh, in sections here, and we're going to kind of talk about the event. And Tiny's going to sort of interview me about this year's October since he didn't get a chance to experience it. So um, without further ado, I'm going to jump right into our introduction to the evening. And uh, yeah, this recording is from October. 6th, <laughs> uh, 2017 at Playground Production Studios in Irvington um, at our Shocktober in Irvington event. For more information on Shocktober in Irvington, check out shocktoberinirvington.com and like the Facebook page there. So yeah, here we go. All right, guys. Hello, and welcome to Shocktober in Irvington 2017. Uh, this is our fourth year doing Shocktober in Irvington. Um, yeah, it's presented by, of course, the Obsessive Viewer Podcast, which is a podcast, a weekly podcast, uh, that covers a specific movie or TV-related topic each week, whether it's a genre, trope, movie, or show. And uh, so we're here tonight to screen some short horror films from some local filmmakers. We have... Uh, the filmmakers here, they're going to be doing a Q&A, an interview after each screening. And we also have some, quite a bit, um, of prizes to raffle off, including um, prize packs for Nightmare in Edgewood, which you just saw a promo from. Um, Nightmare in Edgewood is like the most intense haunt in Indianapolis. We went there uh, to promote uh, Shocktober Irvington, and they gave us a lot of stuff to raffle off. We also have $2 off coupons that are back there at the entrance, um, as well as some cool obsessive viewer wristbands, if you guys like that. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, so, so to give some background on us and what, what we are, we're, this is Shocktober in Irvington. As I said, it's presented by ObsessiveViewer.com. Obsessive Viewer is part of Obsessive, uh, Obsessive Viewer Podcast is part of ObsessiveViewer.com's podcast reigns. It's something that I started like four or five years ago. Um, we have several podcasts at this point. I just don't sleep that much. Um, we have the Obsessive Viewer, and then I also have a solo side project podcast uh, called Anthology, which is all about um, uh, science fiction anthology storytelling during television's first golden age, which is just saying that I watched The Twilight Zone for the first time, and then also I watched Black Mirror and other modern-day anthology science fiction shows. And then we also just launched a Stephen King slash Dark Tower um, podcast called Tower Junkies. I have several business cards back there if you want to check that out. Um, but, uh, yeah, to introduce myself, I'm Matt Hurt, and this here is Chad. He's, Hi there. Yep. He is... <laughs> Uh, he's, he helps us out here. You have a podcast yourself. Do you want to talk a little talk bit about, about that? that? A little bit. Um, so I do a podcast called the Secular Perspective Podcast. Um, we usually talk about the type of stuff that you don't talk about at Thanksgiving dinner, being religion, <laughs> politics, stuff like that. Um, but from the pr- perspective of secular hosts, um, it was started by Anthony, who does secular uh, obsessive, obsessive viewer with yeah. Matt. Unfortunately, he's not here tonight. He's busy. He's getting married next weekend, you guys. Yeah. Um, so I'm filling in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it usually is, uh, that show is him, myself, Amanda, who you met out front taking tickets. It's the three of us. Um, we usually try to cover current events, stuff like that. So right now, a lot of politics stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, check that out. We have cards. I do also want to promo the popcorn out there. Yes. Um, my mom and dad bought a popcorn trailer earlier this year. Um, 
all that popcorn was just made fresh today. Um, it's mm-hmm. very, very good popcorn. Um, it's $3 for regular popcorn and cheese popcorn. We have $4 for the caramel. Um, so check that out if you're feeling hungry. And drinks are free. Yeah. So. Yep, and drinks are free. Um, yes, and like I said, we did everyone get a ticket for the raffle? Because we are going to be raffling things off uh, throughout the night. Everyone got one? Great. Um, let's see. So... First, right off the top, I just want to just say just say thank you to some to some of the organizations that have helped us here. We basically, yeah, um, uh, this is our fourth year doing this. We are at a new venue. Um, this is, of course, uh, Playground Production Studio. Uh, it's a really great venue, and I can't thank uh, the owner uh, Adam enough for accommodating us uh, at kind of a short notice and uh, and being so uh, helpful with us getting this getting this year's event off the ground and running. And then also we have uh, we have to thank the um, Black Hat Society, which is a local Irvington community of, of uh, dancing witches. Um, yeah. They do tons of incredible events throughout Irvington, and and they are very much uh, they're very they're very helpful for organizations throughout Irvington that everything they do is just, just for the community and they are just a fantastic organization. Um, and I have, I'll, I'll have, uh, links and everything, uh, online on the social media and everything, which by the way, you can follow us at Sharktober and Irvington on Facebook. And then you can follow me at obsessive viewer on Twitter. Um, yeah. And then also, of course, Everything, everything that all the proceeds we make tonight is going to be are going to be donated to the Irvington Historical Society, um, which if you are not from Irvington or not familiar with Irvington, it is such a beautiful and and well uh, close knit community of people that just they love the Halloween season and it has such a fascinating historical. Uh, uh, there's a lot of history in Irvington, and it's it's great. Uh, the Irvington Historical Society, by the way, just opened up a new exhibit um, all about the serial killer H.H. H. Holmes uh, called, uh, I believe, um, The Devil in the Circle City. Um, so go to the Bana, which is just right down the street, and uh, it's, it's a fantastic organization. We're really happy to be able to promote or uh, donate to them each year. Uh, and more raffle tickets. Perfect. And speaking of raffle tickets, let's go ahead and raffle off the first prize before we get to the first films. Um, we have two Nightmare in Edgewood prize packs. Those include a water bottle, um, my business cards. I'm going to get away with that. Um, yeah. Uh, tickets, uh, two free tickets, uh, general admission tickets to Nightmare on Edgewood. Also a shirt and, and some other stuff there. Looks like there's a koozie in there. There is a koozie. Yep. All right, and I am pulling the first ticket out. Um, if you get your tickets out and you have a ticket number two four eight seven four four five, yeah. there we go. Nice. Thank you. And here you go. Just that. Sorry, I don't have like a bag or anything for you, but. <laughs> All right, and then. All right. <laughs> so don't worry, guys. You'll have you'll have more chances to win more prizes uh, as the night goes on. Uh, we are going to get things kicked off though with the first short film. It's J.P. Lex, uh, the Should Not Be, from his else, uh, uh, Elsewhere World um, universe of, of multimedia 
everything. Like he has short stories, novels, uh, radio plays, um, short films each year. He is uh, he has created a short film for us each year. We're premiering it for the first time ever here, and uh, we'll have him up to talk about it after the screening. So let's give uh, a round of applause to uh, J.P. Leck, Elsewhere, Elsewhere World, and uh, The Should Not Be. And yes, we have J.P. in the audience here. Um, while he is coming up, if, if you want to do a Q&A with him, J.P., you, you game? <laughs> okay, sweet. While he's bringing up, um, while he's coming up, I'm going to do another raffle drawing. Um, oh, we have more tickets. Thank you. Okay, so this one is for the mug from the film, the actual one used. Yes. I trust it's been cleaned since then. Okay, no, it hasn't. Okay. Yeah, it has the ashes in there. We're good. Um, and then also uh, two of JP's books in his Elsewhere World universe. Um, we have The Strange, oh, oh, which, uh, the Strangely Undying and The Merely Mortal. Um, both of those are going to be raffled off here in just a second. And by the way, I uh, forgot to say this at the top. In the event of an emergency, exit is right out there. And uh, restroom is back there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for JP's two books and the prop uh, from the film, if you have the ticket 2487458. Yep, perfect. Thank you. And here you go, no problem. JP, do you want to come up? All right. Big guy, big guy. <laughs> All right, JP. So, I mean, no, no. you've been here. You've you've had a short film at every Shocktober Irvington we've done. This is I am Shocktober OG. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's original gangster for the non-street right. people. <laughs> I was just going to ask because I'm <laughs> so not suburbs. Yeah, I know. I can tell. Anyway, um, <laughs> so let's at the top. Let's just talk yes. about. El- elsewhere world and in this whole expansive universe that you have in the different mediums that you have them in. Yes. Um, well, let me first make my annual Shocktober apology to anyone unfamiliar with the elsewhere <laughs> world who was watching that felt like they were coming midway through a story that's already begun. Well, you were, um, my hope is that you were able to enjoy it on its own and that maybe you enjoyed it enough to go check out the rest of it. There are other short films, radio plays, novels, short stories, and actually, next week, we go into production for our first comic book. And the way yes. that it works is it's a single continuity. It's one story that has different installments in different mediums. So you can read a book, watch a film, listen to a radio play, comic book, novel. So they're all kind of mixed up. And there's actually a timeline on the website that show where everything happens chronologically, which is really obnoxious. I know. I apologize. <laughs> it's so obnoxious, but that's just the way it is. Yeah. But it's, it's such an... It's such a big thing now. It's become such this, uh, such a huge thing well, that you've been building from. Well, it has so many different moving pieces, and it seems it like does. each each film introduces a new piece of gadgetry and everything. Yes, I think um, I make yes. films as an excuse to build stuff. And that is a Dr. Hardesty I made, the zapper I made. <laughs> yeah. It's just I'm in my garage tinkering. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make a movie around this. <laughs> and now I do. 
Nice. And how did you come up with that idea? Like where, like where, without going into like spoilers or anything um, for future installments? The, uh, for the, the Dr. Hardesty <laughs> creation, that was actually something I was making for an entirely unrelated project. <laughs> and the end result was so good. I was like, I have to use this for a film. Nice. And I actually wrote the film around the prop. So <laughs> it's not really how you're supposed to make a movie. You don't start with a prop and then put a story around <laughs> it. But I do what I want. <laughs> nice. And uh, so, since we are so devoted to, like, local filmmakers and, and the arts and everything, um, we, I, I want to ask you what it's like to film in Indianapolis and in the greater area. Uh, tell me about some of the locations and, and kind of some of the struggles of filming the short this year. Um, actually, there were a minimal amount of problems this year because we nice. shot in my house. Nice. I got cheap this year. I was like, where can I shoot? Where can I shoot? <laughs> Hey, this kitchen is pretty good. I got a garage. So, yeah, we just nice. shot it at my house this year. Sweet. Um, other years, like when we shot at the Irving Theater or mm-hmm. the Benton House, mm-hmm. um, I've actually been surprised just how accommodating people are. Nice. Actually, um, the the comic book that we're going to do, it's actually a photographic novel. So it's a comic book with photographs. I just got permission earlier this week to shoot at the Rock and Cola Cafe. Oh, nice. Here. And it's funny. Every time I call these places, I always have like a list of like like bullet points like what to convince them like you know I can do this and this mm-hmm. and this it'll be good for your business mm-hmm. but I find every time I call they're just like yeah fine I'm like really I have all these <laughs> notes here and I would like to explain to you why it'd be good for me to but no they just they agree almost immediately that's fantastic super charming <laughs> Well, that's why we keep having you back here. Absolutely. I, mean, <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So tell us more about the comic book and, and what, where that decision came from. Because like, you've already – I mean, you've already got short films the, and also the radio play. You're still doing one yes. this year, right? Yes, yes. yes. Two, actually. Two. two. That's right. Um, WRGF 89.7 on Halloween day and night will be broadcasting both of our radio plays back-to-back. I think they're going to give us like four or five different broadcasts. If you miss it, it's no big deal. They're all on SoundCloud for free. Just go to the website elsewhereworld.com mm-hmm. um, as for the comic book it's something I've been wanting to do for a long time actually I was listening back to the first Shocktober oh nice and I mentioned <laughs> wanting to get into comic books and so now mm-hmm. you know what three four years later here we are yeah. so took me a while but we're getting there Sweet. So then this is a good chance to talk about how you want to do like a mega blockbuster and then here in four years you can... You know, I, 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 I joke <laughs> that like maybe like the 100th installment of the Elseworld World will be the feature length film. Nice. <laughs> don't hold me to that. We're only on installment 20 mm-hmm. by the end of the month, but I don't know. We'll see. And if we do, it'll be a shocked over or something. Oh, sweet. You can see it here. <laughs> well, when you're... When you're world-renowned, I will hold you to that. That is a verbal yeah, we'll contract we'll with Shocktober <laughs> and ObsessiveViewer.com. It's a deal. It's a deal. Yeah. Um, so w- as you are a man who wears many hats, um, what is your – and you've been doing this yearly, essentially, mm-hmm. for a long time. A long time. Yes. Yeah. What is your favorite – and I may have asked you this on another Shocktober, but what is your favorite part of the whole process? Do you like writing the books? Writing the radio plays, directing um, the radio plays. I actually enjoy doing all of it because they all have different things about it that I enjoy. Such a PR answer. It is <laughs> so diplomatic. But I mean, mm-hmm. the novels are great because I get to sit alone in my office mm-hmm. and write. But then as that starts to get stale. You know, it's fun to go out and actually go to places and shoot a film. Yeah. And so, like, it's I, I have found that the projects actually inform one another mm-hmm. creatively. Like, okay. once I do one thing, it's nice to kind of layer that with something else. And so I just do, you know. And I always have, like, three or four things going at once, which helps also. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's a little bit. 
how do you find the time for all of that? Like, I mean, I, I have a few podcasts. You're going to be even more impressed talking. to hear that I work an overtime job at night and have three small children. Oh. I know. I'm amazing. Wow. <laughs> Nothing? Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll give it to you. All there right. You thank go. you, Matt. Thank you. Yeah. Jeez, unbelievable. <laughs> Bunch of dog people, aren't you? <laughs> anyway, go on. <laughs> oh, that's what time, great. When did he lose the audience exactly? Was, uh, <laughs> Next year we'll have you at the end so that we yes, lose please. the audience at the end. As everybody's the leaving. <laughs> yeah. Show them the film. <laughs> uh, we've already got your money. We're good. That's true. Um, <laughs> can argue with that. Yeah. Um, so, what's, so what's next with, with everything in terms of story? Like, you have a timeline on the website and everything. Yes. And what is... How far out do you have this mapped out, and how intricate is I it? am years planned. Um, and I actually plan to do this for the rest of my life. Nice. This is going to be my lifelong work. Like, everything, every story that I tell will all occur in a single continuity. It's going to be one story. But fortunately, I can go as far into the past or as far into the future mm-hmm. as I like. So I have plenty of space to work mm-hmm. in. But yes, this is going to be my life's work. That so man. hopefully I don't get hit by a bus on my way out of here or something. Right. <laughs> that's that's fantastic. So what happens if you get like and I like a spark of creativity that a drive to make some like animated kids thing that it like how would you incorporate that? Into I'd make it work. World? I'd make it work. <laughs> I have the utmost faith in myself to make that work. I don't know if that actually yeah. happened, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> well, I've seated it in your brain. You have. I've absolutely. incepted you. I'll, there. Credit, I'll credit you with that. There, oh, I like that. I like that. Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll turn this over to a Q and a for people in the audience. If you guys want to ask a question to, to JP about the short film about elsewhere world or about anything else. Yes. So Sorry, speak up. <laughs> The yellow block room? Yeah, the hotel room. That was actually a motel right down the street from my house. Um, Funny story about that. So I go down there, and I'm talking to the owner, and I'm trying to explain to her, like, what it is we're going to do. And she's like, okay, okay, okay. She's like, this just incredibly suspicious look in her eye. And it wasn't until later that I realized that there is nothing I could have said to that woman that would have convinced her that I wasn't about to shoot a porno (laughs) in her motel. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. So maybe I'll take a copy of the film back to her and be like, look, I did not defile your motel room. (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. This one. Yep. I really love the uh, the cannibal music sound effects. Thank you. The sound effects and music both are just whatever I could pull off the internet. I don't really have time to get an original score for these if I'm going to get them done yearly. But fortunately, we live in an era where there's lots of just royalty-free music and sound effects online. Um, Now, parsing through all that takes ages because when you're not designing the music and the sound effects yourself, you have to go find the ones that you want and are going to match what you're shooting. So that is quite a chore. But, yeah, I mean, just whatever you need to find, it's online. It does. Thank you for pointing that out. Actually, this film, unlike the other one, um, the other ones that we've done, was our first. It was significantly less Foley this time around because we shot actually in my house. We're in a pretty quiet neighborhood. So we're able to shoot most live sounds. But, yeah, pretty much everything else that I've done, it's footsteps, wind, door. Just you have to completely build the entire soundscape, and it does take forever. Mm-hmm. Good question. Thank you. That's awesome. And uh, I do want to throw in a quick question for you. Yes. You uh, filmed in your house and everything. So mm-hmm. do you really have like a 
pretty big collection of VHS tapes. You know, because I... <laughs> yeah. Now, now, every... let me bowl everybody over here. Everybody's like, hey, the filmmaker, yeah, he's got that many VHSs. Those are my wife's. Okay. <laughs> that is my wife's collection of VHS. She's so proud of it. We spent, like, years going to, like, half-price books, you know, when nobody cared about VHS anymore, and they had, like, a crate of them for 50 cents. We walked out of with the crate. So, yeah. Nice. All of those are for sure. Yes, there that's, are. That's amazing. Yeah. Yes. That's, and we have, like, impressive. three or four VCRs. It's it's the 80s in my house. It's ridiculous. The kids play Super Nintendo. It's it's absurd. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyone else have any other questions for JP? It was just a prop brain. I found it on eBay. Yeah, it was like eight oh. bucks. Nice. <laughs> eBay, also eBay. Uh, I spent about nice. six months um, gutting that and painting it and adding all the new stuff and putting the lights in it. I'm very proud of that prop. It's probably my best yet. I threw him away. <laughs> I'll save him next time. Nice. And uh, did you have any trouble with the filming in the cemetery? You don't live at a cemetery, do you? Just about. I mean, okay. you would think so. Like, if I'm not here or at home, I'm probably skulking around a cemetery somewhere. No, they're actually, um, we go out there and shoot all the time, and nice. no one seems to really have a problem with it. That's fantastic. Absolutely. Great. Because it would suck, because I have nowhere else to shoot. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so to kind of wrap up and everything, why don't you tell people where they can find Elsewhere World? Uh, Elsewhere World. Yes, <laughs> and, uh, elsewhereworld.com. Yeah. You can find all of our films, the radio plays, the short stories, the novels, and everything else we're going to do. There's links to all of our social media if you want to follow along, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Elsewhereworld.com. All right, perfect. Well, thank you very much, JP, and it's thank you. always a pleasure. Right. And great job on the film. Okay, and I think we're going to raffle off some more prizes here. We're going to dip into the uh, gift cards that we have. Greg, do you want to assist me with that? All right. So as we usually do, each year we do have a bunch of gift cards to local businesses here in Irvington. Um, We do have several that we're going to give away. Um, The first one I think I'm going to raffle off here is the one for Wiley Palooza, the ice cream spot on uh, Washington. And uh, let's see. So I'm going to go ahead and get a ticket out of here. All right. And if you have the number 2487464, you've won the... Come on down. Nice. Nice. There we go. Thank you. All right. And then let's see. You have the ugliest assistant ever. Who, you? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I wasn't going to say anything. It's kind of low but, You know, you need someone attractive. You know, this is brutal. I know, right? I know. It's just, it's, I don't know, it's, it's hard to come by. By the way, this is Greg, by the way, guys. He is from the We Are Libertarians podcast. Do you want to talk about that while I grab one of these other gifts? I can, yeah, while you're doing that. Um, Matt, it's actually Matt and I um, and our friend that couldn't be here, Anthony Ramian, have, used to drink out at Rick's Boatyard. When we were all single young bachelors and talk about doing a music mm-hmm. festival or a video amateur film festival. And mm-hmm. so turns out it turned into Shocktober and Irvington. And we just can't thank all of you enough because this is amazing that you guys would yeah. spend your money, come out and support uh, filmmaking like that, like you have. And just really I'm blown away every every year. And mm-hmm. I am. Uh, yes, I met Matt. Um, but then I do a podcast called We Are Libertarians. It is basically um, offensive. It's all the irreverence modern <laughs> politics deserves. That's sort of how we brand ourselves, and we're sort of a third way and third look. We 
consider ourselves sort of like Meet the Press and Mad Magazine. And you can uh, <laughs> you can find that at WeAreLibertarians.com. And, uh, yeah. But, it's uh, again, just thank you so much. Like We really – they deserve a round of applause. Yeah, for absolutely. Support. Thank you guys so much. Uh, and JP, yeah. what a stud. Oh, You're yeah. The best, man. Thank you. Just it's, – it's amazing to have someone who's literally producing his life's work – one to associate with us every year. It's fantastic. He's kind of a stage five clinger at this point. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> we kind of have to do Shocktober now each year because he won't stop creating stuff. Um, okay, so on behalf of my latest podcast, uh, Tower Junkies, I do have a, a bunch of Stephen King paperbacks. I'm going to go ahead and raffle off the first one. Uh, this was the first Stephen King book I ever read. I'm a huge Stephen King fan. It's The Shining. Um, I know a lot of people probably know the film. Um, this book terrified me. Um, it is, I'm, it's, it's fascinating. It's incredible. And I'm glad to be able to, uh, pass it on to someone else. I mean, it's a new copy, but you know, yeah, give it to someone else. All right. And that, uh, ticket is two, four, eight, seven, four, one, eight. All right. There we go. Come on down. Yeah. Here you go, and you also have a Tower Junkies business card on the back, so... Yeah. That is the real prize. <laughs> I should have, are you a Stephen King fan by chance or anything? Okay, there we go. All right, well, let's see. Let's do one more gift card, and then we'll, we'll go on to the next, uh, next film. How about let's that? Let's do it. That sounds like a plan. All right, and let's see. I think this one here. Do you want me to draw this one for you? Yes, if you would not mind. This is for uh, Black Sheep Gifts on, uh, on Washington. It's a nice, little, a, a nice little shop right there in the middle of that little strip there. Do you want to go ahead and read the Yeah, thing? absolutely. By the way, again, free uh, drinks and some chips back there. And if you want to buy some popcorn, we have those uh, set up there for you. You Yeah, help yourself. All right. The winner is 248-7422. Is this thing on? (laughs) Oh, there we go. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for coming out. Here you go. Thank you. I'll take that. Thank you very much. All right. And next up, we have a pair of films from Fair Creek Films. Uh, these are 48 film, uh, 48 film, uh, wow, 48 hour film project films. The, uh, the way that that works, Fekas, is that <laughs> each team gets 48 hours to write, direct, uh, or write, shoot, produce a short film with certain criteria. So they either, they have a, uh, I believe a line of dialogue, um, a character's name, and I think an occupation as well that they have to incorporate into the short film that they have to write and genre. And genre? Okay, sure. Great. Um, and a genre. Didn't know that. Um, all that they have to create in 48 hours. And it's uh, Indie Film Fest recently, within the past couple years, has been screening uh, the 48-hour the film project entries uh, during their Indie Film Fest festival in uh, July. 
so be on the lookout for that next year. Um, they have two screenings. They have them separated into two different screenings at the uh, Indianapolis Museum of Art in the Toby Theater. And it, th- that's always a, a blast to go to. And it's really fascinating to see the creative energy well, it's a, that it's goes a into stunning, It's a stunning concept. To be able oh, to launch, amazing. create, and then film something and have a finished product in that 48-hour time constraint is amazing. Oh, and especially yeah. the quality that these are. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And the first one we're going to show is called Synesthesia. Um, I really hope I'm not butchering that pronunciation, guys. But uh, yeah. But we're going to go ahead and screen that. And then, uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and hit play on that. You got any folders you don't want shared? Just for the record. This is Chad's computer, so maybe. <laughs> Everything's neatly organized, <laughs> conveniently. <laughs> Okay, so Tiny, uh, you weren't at Shocktober this year. Right. Um, you had some PTO. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Had to use it. My boss made me. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you were suspended. You turned in your gu- your badge and your gun. Yeah. Uh, your your mic and your recorder. Um, <laughs> Can I get my gun back, by the yeah, way? No. <laughs> no. Uh, I have a tur- family to protect now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you turned in your business card and your, your microphone. There we go. Yes, there you go. Anyway, uh, so did you have any questions about Sharktober in Irvington this year? Yeah. Uh, uh, like, first of all, how did, like, just overall, how did it go? Give me the deets. It went really well. Nice. Um, for a, an event that was, uh, we, I was so proud of us for pulling it off. Um, mm-hmm. because this is the fourth year doing it and, you know, a lot of pieces of it are kind of a well-oiled machine. Like, like we have Chad doing the, doing the technical side of it and Chad and Amanda from the secular perspective providing, uh, um, refreshments and everything. Uh, ticket sales were, were doing well and everything. Everything was working really well, but each year we have one thing that kind of really, um, yeah. uh, causes a little bit of chaos. And this one was, pretty big that we didn't have a venue two weeks before mm-hmm. uh the event uh there was just uh miscommunication we ended up losing the venue that we had previously and uh fortunately adam from playground productions w- accommodated us and was so so great and so awesome and uh it it went so incredibly smoothly like i had had some stress for about a month uh, prior to, to locking down the, the new venue and everything. And then, I mean, within one, one, uh, 10, like within 10 minutes of meeting Adam at the playground, uh, I was like, Oh, okay. Hey, this is, this is perfect. Um, <laughs> this is absolutely perfect. And nice. This is our new home. <laughs> Very good. Um, yeah. So it was, it was, Overall, it was really great, and the films were amazing. JP's, of course, he always does really great work. And then we had um, newcomers to Shocktober and Irvington from Fair Creek Films. They had two shorts that they had at um, the 48-hour film project over the last couple years, and uh, that that was a blast to have them on and show their work. It's always super interesting to see the 48-hour film project uh, screenings. Right. Um, 
And then we also had, again, uh, the witching season films from, they're from Utah. They're not local here, but we kind of closed the night with one of their short films, which was, uh, I don't know if you've actually seen it yet. Uh, it's called They Live Inside Us. No, I haven't um, watched it yet, no. Yeah, it's, uh, I, ch- I purposely chose that one because we just launched Tower Junkies and They Live Inside Us is based on or inspired by a quote from Stephen King. Nice. Um, yeah. It's a really good short film. You should check it out. But Very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So speaking of which, let's let's go back to the recording from October sixth at Playground Production Studios. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and get the filmmakers from Fair Creek Films up uh, for our uh, for Q and A here. Um, after that, we will have a brief intermission uh, for people to use the restroom and and you know. Do, do all that stuff. Um, I don't know why I phrased it like that. <laughs> it's awfully presumptive. It is. Well, you know, hey, do whatever you want. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Round of applause for Fair Creek yes. Films. Round of applause. All right. Cool. Okay. If you, um, if you guys want to, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Oh, yeah, right on. And then I'll give you guys a microphone if you guys want to just kind of huddle around. Um. (laughs) All right. All right. If you guys just want to pass around the mic and everything, just make sure you talk right into it when you do. All right, and so first of all, congratulations on on winning. Now, Salonum. Okay, first of all, how do you pronounce these films? <laughs> uh, the first one was Synesthesia, so you synesthesia? got that one right. Okay, and then the second one was Salanum. Okay, Salanum. Okay, I'll just have you guys pronounce it. Um, <laughs> so first of all, congratulations on 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 all of your uh, success and your work on that. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about the 48-hour film project and how you guys got together as a team and who else is involved and, and kind of just general background and everything? And also introduce yourself, say your names and everything. <laughs> uh, well, uh, shall we start off by introducing ourselves? Yes. So uh, my name is Tyler Smith, or Ty Higgs uh, is my pseudonym that I go by. I was wondering about that. I'm so glad you clarified that. Uh, my name's uh, Austin Owens. I'm Derek Holmes. Oops. All right. Well, nice to meet you guys. So tell us about Fair Creek Films and about your experience with the 48-Hour Film Project. Uh, well, we've been doing the 48-Hour Film Festival for about six years now. Uh, so around the time that we were kind of still in high school, uh, we used to just gather a group of friends and... Uh, you know, get involved and kind of go crazy. The great thing about the 48-Hour Film Festival is it's uh, we see it as a chance to experiment with film. Uh, so, you know, with our projects outside of that, we can, you know, really lock in and figure out, you know, what we want to do. Great. That's awesome. Um, so did I get it right? You would get one line of dialogue, a character name, an occupation, and also do you get genre and uh, a prop? All of that. All of that? Gotcha. Uh, genre, prop, line of dialogue, and there's a character name that we have to have? <laughs> well, it's it's like a full character, so it'll be like 
uh, name, short description, usually no personality traits, but mm. um, and then they they don't necessarily have to be the major character of the film. <laughs> they could even just be a short mention or something like that. But the character has to be there and be recognizable. Nice. Like the uh, the cooler in Salanum where mm-hmm. he's writing Forrest Courtney on there. Forrest uh, Courtney yeah. is the name that we had to have in the short film. Right. And uh, if I remember correctly, Voila was the... Uh, voila? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so when you're under that kind of pressure, how, like, how do you get a story out? Like, what is your... What's your... I mean, not motivation, but how do you, like, get into your head to pull a story out because one of the things i really liked about uh solanum was that it uh it had a lot kind of it was kind of profound it had a, a bit to say about temptation and 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 like a person's demons and stuff it was it was really interesting and uh and i definitely want to talk to you about the location because man that looked like a perfect place for that type of film yeah. but uh but yeah so where do you get the inspiration when you're under such such uh, tight constraints uh, I don't know. It just kind of happens. Uh, each. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, the first <laughs> thing you do is you stay awake for 12 hours straight, and then you beat your head <laughs> against the wall repeatedly. <laughs> and eventually, you will write something down, or you will pass out. Nice. And then when you pass out, you just film what you dreamt about. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and we, we've tried different styles of writing for the 48-hour mm-hmm. uh, film festival each year. So we used to do it as, like, a huge team, and then mm-hmm. we realized there were too many opinions in the room. So the next uh, year we kind of cut a lot of those people out, and mm-hmm. then we kind of finalized things. Uh, so with Solanum and Synesthesia, we kind mm-hmm. of, like, narrowed it down to two to three people writing the story. Okay. And so what is, like, how, how many people are involved in Fair Creek Films, and, and how how how'd you guys get together? Oof, boy. Uh, you want to tell that story? Uh, sure. Um, so, uh, how Fair Creek Films kind of started is um, uh, Tyler and myself, uh, we were actually in Boy Scouts together. And so we went on a camp out one time and we were like, hey, you like playing video games? I like playing video games. <laughs> so then we went home and we played video games and Tyler was like, hey man, you want to make a zombie movie? I was like, yeah man, let's, let's, let's do that. And then uh, things kind of took off from there. Um, talked to other friends, found more people in, that were interested. Everybody had kind of been doing a little bit on their own. And um, what we kind of focused on was bringing those people together and trying to help everyone each bring their own skill set to the table and really work together to make something, um, hopefully something uh, profound. That's great. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> And so when is the next, because like, I, like I said, at Indie Film Fest, they screen them in July. So when is the actual 48-hour film project, like, deadline and everything when it starts? It used to be in August. They changed it okay. up. Yeah, I believe uh, Big Car Collaborative used to host mm-hmm. it, but then it switched over to Indie Film Fest pretty yeah. recently. Uh, so I believe they moved it over to August. Okay. I'm not sure. Sure. July, early. Yeah. Nice. And what was so? Tell us about the experience of, of when you won best cinematography for uh, Solanum, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, tell us. Tell us about that. Like, how what goes into shooting a, a film like that on such a such a small, virtually no budget and in such time uh, such a tight time constraint? Like, how do you get that visual a, appeal out of it? Uh, 
Uh, we're we're pretty used to having absolutely no budget uh, mm-hmm. and working with just the resources and the supplies that we have. Um, I've had the same camera for the past eight to nine years. Nice. Um, yeah, uh, but Derek uh, is phenomenal at uh, lighting, mm-hmm. uh, so I'll have him kind of talk about that because lighting brings <laughs> a whole new meaning to mm-hmm. kind of framing. Because uh, I got the framing down, at least I believe I do. <laughs> and uh, he kind of helps bring the other 50% of that. Nice. Well, with uh, Solanum, it was pretty easy because we just used natural light. So mm-hmm. the entire time, and there was no, where we were shooting, there was no, like, outlets or electrical, mm-hmm. you know, anything like that we could use for lighting. So we just had to basically depend on the sun and anything that would give <laughs> us any lighting in that dark area. And with uh, synesthesia, it was basically just using very minimal lights and mm-hmm. kind of just shooting it to fit a mood. So a lot of times we would just use one or two lights just to create harsh shadows or kind of this moody atmosphere that would just create the feeling that we're trying to convey. Nice. Yeah, uh, with synesthesia, when she's uh, going down the dark hallway, I'm just like... I'm kind of a wimp, so I'm just terrified of the dark. So that just kind of that kind of got to me a little bit. Um, and I also worked for like seven years, third shift, so that was that was a fun time. But um, but yeah, that was great. And so tell me about the location also, because that I mean that just screams desolation and and set design. Uh, so how did you come about it, and, and uh, did they know that you filmed there? For, for Solanum? Uh, yeah, for Solanum, yeah. Uh, Solanum's actually on the Near East side, uh, mm-hmm. so it's just like an abandoned uh, kind of warehouse. Uh, I believe they have it all locked up now, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. We broke in. <laughs> uh, right in, there was a hole in the fence. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it was an it was an absolutely uh, beautiful location, uh, especially with all that natural light leaking mm-hmm. in. Um, it was very easy to kind of find frames around that. Nice. Uh, but it, it very much fit the uh, kind of dystopian mm-hmm. uh, kind of thing. And it's I mean I live on the Near East Side, yeah. so it's right next door. Nice. Did you did you? Uh, did you? Is that something that like okay, you were scouting for that type of location, or is it like oh hey, I live right next to this. Let's 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 kind of shoot like a film around that. We've learned over the years with Forty Eight Hour to keep the locations kind of simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, Synesthesia was filmed in my apartment because mm-hmm. we had nowhere else and no time to find anything else. Uh, with Solanum, I had been in there a few weeks previously, uh, you know, scouting out locations for another local film festival. Nice. And, uh, yeah. Nice. And uh, let's see, do you, uh, where can people find more of Fair Creek Films online and and more of your guys' work, and what's to come? (laughs) Um, Well, right now you can find us online, uh, primarily on Facebook. Um, That's where most of our things are being posted. we're also trying to get a uh, Patreon together so that we can start doing um, more long-form storytelling, like web series and that kind of stuff, um, maybe even a uh, feature film. Um, but to do that, we've all, we're all out of high school, so we don't have <laughs> as much time. Uh, that, that whole need to eat is pretty, <laughs> pretty big. <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd very much like to do more films that are not made in 48 hours because I'd like to take... <laughs> I'd like to take my time on them, and I'd mm-hmm. like to go through the story and put more detail and work and effort into it. 
yeah. uh, which we do have a trailer available as well. Yes, um, we'll be playing that after the intermission. But it, can yeah. you tell us about that? Is that going to be for another short film or for a feature? Or? Uh, well, it's about a 35-minute short film. Nice. It's another hard-to-pronounce title. Yeah, uh, um, I noticed. Just, <laughs> uh, just because it makes me laugh seeing people try to pronounce it. Nice. Um, there are meanings behind each title. They're not mm-hmm. completely pointless. Um, <laughs> uh, and is the title of that one. Uh, it's about a cursed VHS tape that is put into a that is activated into the player, and it kind of consumes the guy living in that apartment. And that guy nice. goes on to consume others, and you know steals memories from people's brains, and uh, kind of lives off of those. Nice. Uh, That's great. Um, and are you guys going to be doing forty-eight hour film? for 48 hour film project uh, going forward or, and also how do you feel about it going over to the Indie Film Fest uh, it's kind of become a tradition by now to do 48 hour uh, every year it's like can we do this do we have enough money to do this <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, do we have the time to do this Right. and yeah do we have the people uh, <laughs> with Slana we were down to like two to three crew members him and oh, I were wow. passing the camera back and forth oh wow um, <laughs> But, uh, gosh, I forgot the beginning of that question. Um, 48-hour film festival. Tradition. Uh, Yes, we'll probably do it again. Nice. And then how do you feel about it going over to, from from Big Car to Indie Film Fest? Uh, Indie Film Fest seems to know a lot more about film. Um, sure. Uh, no, that, that, that's, that's not trashing anyone. Of they, course. Big Car did a, one, did a beautiful job setting up that event each year, and they mm-hmm. had done it for so long. Um, and it's kind of sad to see it transfer over to Indie yeah. Film Fest. It's a completely different event, but mm-hmm. um, it is handled a little differently, and I, I kind of like it. Perfect. Great. Well, once again, where can where can people find you? You said Facebook. Uh, just search Fair Creek Films. Um, yeah, uh, Facebook, again, uh, uh, Facebook, YouTube, we're on Instagram as well. Uh, Patreon is super important to us right now because we want to continue to make films with possible budgets in the future <laughs> uh, so we can stop passing the camera back and forth to each other <laughs> and so people can be fed and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and with the Internet and with Patreon and, and uh, even like things like Indiegogo and... and, and yeah crowdsourcing and everything it's just really a great time to be a creative person um as long as you know the right people with the right bank accounts notice yeah, <laughs> um, exactly so yeah uh well thank you guys so much for for coming out and uh congratulations on doing things that i could never even imagine doing <laughs> in 48 hours that's that's just in incredible Yep. Thank you. All right. Yep. A round of applause. Yep. All right. And we are going to raffle off another uh, Nightmare Nedgewood uh, prize pack and uh, Funko Pop. Um, and then we will do a brief intermission. So, uh, yeah, I'll just go ahead and do that now. Um, if you have ticket number... Uh, 248-7448. That is for the... No! Great! (laughs) No! All right, you get the Nightmare on Edgewood prize pack and my business cards. Don't forget about that. And that. Yes. No, no, no. Just just that. No, no. (laughs) Congratulations. (laughs) Yeah. 
All right, and then let's see. We have a we have a bunch of Funko Pops. One is uh, Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, which is not horror themed, but it's scary how adorable it is. So. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. And Groot goes to 248 Nice. Here you go. Thank you. All right. And we are going to do a brief intermission for about 10, 15 minutes. And, uh, yeah, when we come back, we will have uh, the trailer for Fair Creek Films' is unpronounceable film that they just referenced and then uh, and then we will continue with uh, with the uh, with the sh- event all right well yeah tiny any what what's what's up <laughs> <laughs> well i'm uh, i'm really curious about the venue because uh i haven't seen it yet and that's you know, true looking forward to it for next year Mm-hmm. How yes. was it? How like was it tall, small? Is it haunted? Are there <laughs> hot girls there? I don't know. It's uh, it's not haunted that I know of. Um, this guy Adam has has had it for I think he said four years now. Um, it's kind of cool because it's right behind a uh, uh, Black Acre Brewery. Not mm. like the actual brewery, but like a micro. I don't know what it like a place where they store all the beer. Okay. Um. And heaven, you're creating heaven, for heaven. Yes, That's heaven. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's fantastic. Uh, the venue is kind of small, but like the the feel of it was just very intimate, and nice. the sound in it, like since it was such a such a small space, the sound was just really effective. Nice. Like the it felt like because like in years past. I kind of felt like, you know, with that, with the big open space of the Irving, it kind of seemed like maybe people might be a little bit, it might be a little hard to hear, yeah. at least the interviews or, or even the films in the back. But like here, it was like everything was, was pitch perfect and, and really great. We also got a chance to actually hang up the banner on the wall. So we didn't nice. have the, have the, uh, PVC frame. The shitty PVC uh, frame. Well, let's, let's be honest. A work here. of art, really. Mm. Um, an engineering feat. Yeah. <laughs> so, and so that was great. Um, I had so many awesome prizes too. Um, but yeah, I'll get into that in a second, but the venue was amazing. And, um, I, I mean, I don't want to commit to it or not, but there is talk that we will have a sponsor for next year to have a cash bar. Nice. Which is super exciting. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So it's I'm super excited because that venue is amazing, and it's uh, it's just it was super great to have to have that there. And and like the like I said, that's I mean that's gonna be probably our new home for October and nice. It's so so great, and so uh, it's the perfect fit for us. How tall are the ceilings? I mean, they're really like how big is the screen? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know actually. Has it been inspected for asbestos? That's I don't know. Damn it, Matt! These are important questions. They have good. It has good lighting, though. Um, oh, okay, well that takes care that's of it. Good. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> no, so yeah, cool. the pictures it looked great. Oh, absolutely, and uh, and Adam has a bunch of really cool um, events and things at the playground. So check it out at uh, Playground Production Studios. Just find that on Facebook. Um, it's it's a really great little venue. Nice. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so we're going to go back into the recording from October 6th, uh, 2017 at the Playground, uh, Sharktober in Irvington 4. Enjoy. And I think we're going to have the guys from Fair Creek Films back up here for a quick Q&A. And while they're coming up here, I'm going to go ahead and make a couple announcements. First of all, uh, thank you guys once again for coming out. We have one more short film and a bunch of prizes to to raffle off. Um, and I just want to mention uh, to big thank you to Adam from uh, Playground Productions Studio here for accommodating us. And if you're in Irvington or in the area um, or, uh, around Saturday, October 28th, they're actually uh, Playground Productions will actually be hosting a uh, Halloween festival after party. Um, tickets, advance tickets are ten dollars. You can actually buy them from Adam here tonight. Um, and yeah, you can find more information about Playground Productions, which is obviously a great venue. We we love it, and uh, it, he has a bunch of different things that you can do if you're planning an event, uh, recording. Once you want some professional recording uh, done, uh, check out PlaygroundProductionsStudio.com, and uh, he'll also be uh, having during the Halloween festival a holistic and arts and crafts market here that that is actually uh, going to be free so check that out again that's playgroundproductionsstudio.com and uh, yeah if i could get the guys from fair creek up here here oh and i just hit my face with the microphone <laughs> way to go all right here you go guys and now, does anyone have any questions for the guys from Fair Creek or anything? Any questions about the two short films we've screened or the anamnesis? Anamnesis. Anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, any any questions? Uh, go right ahead. <laughs> Same bagel, uh, but that that bagel does travel throughout that film. Uh, so it goes from the fridge to the table, and uh, there's a very there's a later shot where, where you'll see that up next to the TV. So if you pay close attention, it travels throughout the frame. That is on accident. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was totally on purpose. Right. There's a lot of deep meaning behind it. <laughs> that bagel actually uh, experiences a Pixar film in between scenes. Next question for Fair Creek Films Tony in the back. Yes, a uh, long time obsessor, first time viewer. Um, <laughs> I noticed that the uh, credits on the second short, you thanked uh, local maker Space Club Siberia. Would you mind telling us what they did to help or why you thanked them? Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, so what Club Siberia is, um, for those of you that don't know, it's a uh, local not-for-profit makerspace off of 30th and Shadlin. So they have about uh, 12,000 square feet of space across three rooms. So wood shop. Metal shop, lathes, laser cutters, 3D printers, design computers, and then there's a um, open auditorium area 
and studio spaces kind of a thing. <clears throat> and so what we what uh, we did with Siberia is um, every year uh, they provide space for us to host 48 hour out of. So we'll spend the we'll spend the whole weekend there. Um, brainstorming in the different rooms, setting up, um, doing the props. Um, whenever we need props, we'll usually build them there, do setup. Um, when we need lighting, there's a, a couple of the um, a couple of the members will sometimes help out with um, lighting, doing um, props and stuff, helping us to uh, paint things, get set up more effectively. Um, and we even will sometimes film there. Uh, the hall scenes in synesthesia were all. Uh, filmed at Siberia. That's what that big, dark, empty hallway was. That's fantastic. Siberia is a filmmaker's best friend because anything that we can think of, we can immediately go and make. And we're surrounded wow. by several other makers who can help us make those dreams a reality. Uh, so it's it's perfect, makerspaces are. That's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, any other questions for Fair Creek? There you go. Uh, your second film salon had a very clear shot of Lionel Richie's back to... <laughs> yes. <laughs> what would be the album you guys would take with you? Oh, his title album. Uh, you know, you are the sun, <laughs> you are the rain. You make my life this foolish game. Um, yeah. Uh, I've, I've posed on the beach with that album. It's, uh, it's, uh, Lionel Richie is one of our favorites and we actually keep a uh, the Lionel Richie title album his very first one we used to carry that around with us on sets and we'd just take pictures of him with us kind of like a flat Stanley sort of thing but flat nice. flat Lionel um, there's an Instagram page out there called flat Lionel that uh, started and never got carried through <laughs> excellent yeah um, any other questions? Next one? Anyone? Uh, there we go. Like, when you described the last movie or the uh, trailer for the movie, um, I was expecting it to be like a you know, thriller or a uh, horror movie, but it was really just a very hypnotic, kind of beautiful music with like shots that were like kind of slow. And uh, there's, um, you know, more of a movie like Upstream Color, if you know what that yeah. is. Yeah. That's sort of the feeling I got instead of something like the movie. Yeah. That's sort of, sort of like your view is to make something sort of like very artistic, like yeah, hypnotic artistic. There's no real instructions or sort of direction that I follow. I just kind of go with what feels right um, on a film. So I, uh, with Animanesis, I wasn't you know expecting it to be hypnotic or anything like that. <laughs> Uh, we just went into that with an idea, and we carried it through. We just made the film with the emotions we were feeling at the moment. Uh, we actually source most of our music from the films that you saw from uh, Mark Kuykendall, who runs a record label in Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, called The New Honey Shade. Uh, he's got a lot of beautiful music online that you can go check out on Bandcamp. Um, and he's been gracious enough to allow us uh, to use all of his music for our stuff. Um, I've written to his music quite a bit. Uh, I have several scripts just written listening to his music. And uh, he tries a lot of experimental stuff, and it kind of fits with our style. Nice. And I think we have time for one more question, if anyone else has one for them. Anyone? 
Thank you. What were the props that each of the short films was based around? Oh, yeah. to, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> for for Solanum, it was a tomato, uh, which you saw like once, I think. <laughs> and suddenly that whole story had to revolve around the tomato, which kind of complicated things. Uh, what was synesthesia? It wasn't the bagel. Uh, synesthesia. <laughs> we, had to, we, had to, we had to have a plumber. Synesthesia uh, was the uh, key ring. Yeah, keychain. So when she's first going into the apartment. Yeah. Nice. Great. Well, uh, thank you guys once again. Um, and, uh, yeah, th- uh, Best of luck in the future, and, and congratulations on everything that has come before now. <laughs> um, real quick. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'd like to um, just mention Siberia has an open house tomorrow uh, from 1 to 6, so you guys should totally go check it out. There's going to be a bunch of people there hanging out, playing VR games, arcade games, watching anime, that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Nice. Sweet. Awesome. Well, thank you guys again, and another another round of of applause for Fair Creek Films. Okay, now we have one more short film, um, but before we do that, I think we're going to raffle off the rest of the prizes. Um, So, we have a ton of gift cards, which each gift card is for $10. Um... Uh, some of them may not have that may not have that written on them. Uh, so let's see. Let's go ahead and raffle off uh, these gift cards. We have uh, two gift cards to Giacomo's. We're gonna just raffle those off together. Giacomo's Pizza. And do you want to read it? Yep. All right. So we're looking at two four eight seven four one six. And the winner is Pat, who came here from Evansville, <laughs> which I don't think has a Giacomo pizza. No, we ate um, before we came You over. did. <laughs> Do you, <laughs> now, would you rather have, like, a Funko Pop, since you guys are from out of town, or save these for next year? Uh, well, you're getting ahead of yourself on that. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll take the cards. Okay, there you go. Well, congratulations. <laughs> and, all right. And so this next prize is for a card game. It's called Movie Buff. It is a fantastic card game. We met the creator of it over at Indie PopCon this past summer. And we played a we played a game, uh, we played a round of the game on the podcast at PopCon, and it is such a blast. It's essentially a movie trivia game where you have played kind of in the style of Uno, where you play, uh, you put down a card that you uh, needs to be a, it's either a title, quote, character, or actor name, and it needs to follow a specific movie. So if someone puts down a movie for Armageddon, then the next person puts down a card for actor, they say, oh. Ben Affleck, and then it has to keep going. So the beautiful thing about that is is that there's no expansion packs because your mind is the expansion pack um, because it's all just for your own movie knowledge. Um, <laughs> so we're going to raffle off the prize for Movie Buff. And do you have the ticket? Yep. All, all right. right. 248-7450. All right. Here you go. Congratulations. All right. 
And then following that same theme, we have By the Rights, which is a movie pitching party game, which is uh, also a card game where you basically have different categories that you put them together to create a log line of a, of a fake movie. And when you do that, uh, the one person is the producer that they hold all the money and then they pay the one that they want, uh, that they, that they like the best. So it goes around and around. It's a great game made locally from people in Indianapolis, Tommy Day and, and his whole crew there. They're wonderful people. We had them on the podcast months ago and, uh, we're delighted to have a copy of the game to give away. So that card or that ticket number check. Uh, last four is going to be seven four three one. Ah, okay. The winner. Here you go. <laughs> Yo, yeah. <laughs> All right, and let's see. So, okay, we have two more Stephen King paperbacks. So I'm going to go ahead and raffle those off first or next. Uh, we have a paperback of the Dark Tower book one, The Gunslinger. Nothing like the movie, guys. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> it is. I, there was never a movie. Um, <laughs> on behalf of my podcast, my other podcast, Tower Junkies, um, it, it's what, it's my favorite thing, Dark Tower series. And um, if you win it, please read it and don't see the movie. Uh, ticket number... <laughs> Seven, four, two, three. Awesome. Nice. Okay. <laughs> nice. So happy. Thank you. I do have that. That is comforting. Yeah, flat, uh, our friend Fekus just said that uh, Flatliners had a had a uh, lower Rotten Tomato score than uh, The Dark Tower, which to I to that I say it's like it flatlined when it was released. You get it, Flatliners? Okay, so it. <laughs> the next prize we're rifling off is It by Stephen King. Uh, you may know about the movie that you know is like the most successful horror movie. In history at this point, I think. Is that the best Stephen King movie ever? Sure. Um, <laughs> so we have the movie tie-in edition of it. I, like I said, I'm a huge Stephen King fan, and I'm excited to have the. I have another copy at home. And it's just exciting because, like, I'm I'm just excited that they're splitting the movie into two parts, so I get one. Uh, movie tie-in edition, and then when the second one comes out, I'm going to have another one that's going to look different, because I'm insane, and I keep buying these things. But anyway, uh, read the ticket number. <laughs> Please, so I stop no, talking. No, I, I really want to see how long this rambles on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're doing great. Oh, thank you. Again, Tower Junkies, a podcast. All right, all right, stop. Okay, go ahead. I was kidding. Uh, seven, four, five, three. Anyone, please. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Don't let him start talking again. All right. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. And we have several, diff car several gift cards uh, left. So let's go ahead and go with James. Dan well, actually, you know what? We're going to raffle off the gift cards, but we're going to let the winners choose which gift card they're going to get. So we have Blackacre, James Dance. And uh, The Legend, which is a, such a great little place on uh, Washington. They have the Ellenberger, which is like 
super affordable and delicious. It's a kind of like this elegant little place, um, but it's, it's very nice. And we also have Irvington Vinyl. And this last one we have is... Oh, another Irvington Vinyl. So uh, go ahead and read the... Numbers. Oh, and Book Mamas. Oh, oh, Irvington Vinyl is in Book Mamas. Okay, gotcha. Okay. You can use the Irvington Vinyl gift card for Irvington Vinyl or Book Mamas, which cool. is uh, right there in Inside. the uh, uh, next to 10 Johnson Avenue. Okay. All right, so we're looking at ticket number 7465. We had a winner. Yeah! And we're back, and uh, it's funny because I don't remember if I mentioned this in the recording or not, but uh, totally forgot to do a Q&A for Fair Creek Films. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, like, in the in the recording, you'll notice that we uh, – actually, this might be after the – after I don't know where I'm going to pl- place this, but after the intermission, I brought them back up to do the, <laughs> to do the Q&A. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was really – it awkward. was awkward. Yeah. Um, yeah, but other than that, I mean, the night went well. Nice. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, Tiny, any other questions? Yeah, uh, tell me about the films, because I'm bummed yes. that I had to miss them. Did you have, like, a clear favorite, or were they all pretty amazing? I didn't have a clear favorite. Uh, they were all pretty amazing. I'm biased, because I picked them. Um, right. And, uh, I mean, again, JP's was phenomenal. Um, his short film, like, each part of his Elsewhere World um uh, universe, like each, each film kind of introduces another like contraption or, or, uh, thing. Yeah. And this one was very cool. It was, it was a really cool, uh, really cool addition to it. And, uh, also like JP, I remember like the first, the first year we did it, he was kind of, kind of a little, uh, not shy and reserved, but like he, he was kind of, he was kind of nervous about, about the Q and a and stuff. Yeah. And I mean, like, like when you hear him in this episode, like he is like, he's on fire. He's, he's perfect. <laughs> he's great. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's, it was, it's always a blast to have him on and I'm so excited to see what he does next. Nice. Um, and then the guys from Fair Creek Films, they were fantastic and they were super, uh, super cool and they were very, uh, gracious with their stories about, you know, 48 hour film project and how they got started and everything. And they had such incredible insight to their production process and everything. And the films were really cool too. Like one of them, one of them, I'm not, I'm not even going to pr- try to pronounce them because each one is, I struggle pronouncing them, but one of them is kind of this post-apocalyptic kind of thing mm-hmm. where it's, this guy is just the sole human or soul person and it tells like it, the story it's a 48 hour film project thing. So it takes like they were given criteria to include into this film. So they had 48 hours to write and shoot and produce and edit this film. And it has like some very clear themes about temptation and human humanity and, and what's important and stuff like that. It's just really well done. Nice. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. And check them out at fair Creek films and also check out JP's work at elsewhereworld.com. Um, and then finally, um, uh, the guys from, uh, witching season films were gracious enough to let us, um, screen they live inside us which was phenomenal like they're they're um every time i watch one of their one of their uh movies on youtube they they have 
short horror films that are anthology horror films. Um, each time I see it, I'm like, I need to spin off anthology into an anthology horror podcast. Nice. Um, and cover this in other horror anthologies. But I'm like, I can't do that. I've got three podcasts and a cat. So, right. um, yeah. So thanks again to, to witching season films for, uh, letting us screen their uh, short film. And yeah, we're going to do it again next year. It's going to be a blast. Um, also, I want to mention that uh, I felt I felt kind of like a dick because I didn't get a chance to really say, really talk to that many people at Sharktober that much. Mm-hmm. But I did notice that Andy was there. Nice. Um, yep. And uh, and also uh, James, who's been at Shocktober a few. Uh, like I've only ever, I think I've only ever seen him at Shocktober, but okay. he listens to the podcast and everything. So nice to see you too. Nice. That's <laughs> Sorry, cool. I didn't get a chance to talk to you guys. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was it was awesome. It was a fun night, and uh, can't wait to do it again. And then any closing thoughts on uh, Shocktober? I really wish I could have been there. Um. Yeah. I think uh, J. Just to promote JP a little bit, I think he recently mm-hmm. released a short story that's in the elsewhere world yes there's one on kindle called the thin place that's what i was like yeah, that's yeah. What I, was, I haven't had a chance to read it yet mm-hmm. um and then he i think he's getting close to finishing the third book yep yep which he, i'm excited for he posted an announcement on instagram i think saying like the uh, third manuscript is done or something to that effect it's awesome so so cool so exciting yeah um yeah so that's sharktober in Irvington. um yeah uh, I don't know how to close this out. <laughs> well, uh, we made another awesome donation to the. Uh, oh yes, we didn't even say that. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. This year we we were able to thanks to everyone that came to Sharktober in Irvington, uh, we were able to raise four hundred and four dollars and donated that to the Irvington Historical Society. Uh, they are currently up until November twelfth. Uh, they are running an exhibit all about H H Holmes. And showcasing the uh, uh, the collection, this mysterious collection that Al Hunter, who does the ghost tours, he received this donation of photographs from the H. H. Holmes like family, and he doesn't know where they originated from. There was this, there's this story that's that's told in the in the exhibit that uh, is very fascinating, and they have it, it's a really cool exhibit, and it's free to go and check out. So go check out the Irvington Historical Society and go check out some of their events and everything that they do and, you know, become a member too. Like it's, it's a really cool, uh, place that, that really, uh, works hard to, to preserve the history of the area. And, uh, and it's, it's really fantastic. And we're so happy to be able to, uh, provide them with our donation each year. Absolutely. I need, I really need to go check out that H.H. Holmes, uh, exhibit. Yes. Oh, yes, you do. Yeah. It's very cool. I read The Devil in the White City this year. Mm-hmm. So I need to, like, I kind of freshened up on all my history. Nice. Of H.H. Of H. Holmes. I need to go. I didn't nice. get to do the ghost tour this year. Yeah, me neither. So, yeah. Yeah. I think I, I was going to, but my brother got appendicitis. Yes. So, and yeah. This kind of ties in. In regard to mm-hmm. that, Al Hunter recently posted that H.H. Um, H. Holmes has a tie to Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. If for those who don't know, he murdered a boy here in mm-hmm. Indianapolis and Irvington, um, and so he incorporated that into the go- the ghost tour over all these years. Mm-hmm. And we would go to the spot where the house was. He thought the house was that's where the house was, but the house was torn down and they built a new one there. But it turns out he actually they didn't destroy. It. He right. found out they didn't destroy the house. They just moved it. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's 
in the same area. I think it's still in Irvington. Mm-hmm. But he actually posted some photos to his Facebook page where he f- photos from inside the original home where H.H. H. Holmes yeah. stayed when he lived in Irvington. So that's just a cool piece of history that was discovered just this mm-hmm. year um, about that exhibit. Part Very of, cool. Part of why Irvington's so awesome. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's so awesome because when I, when I go to to give the donation and everything. It's just like, it's so cool. Cause it's fall. It's, it's the Halloween season. Yeah. And it's just like going through Irvington and Halloween time is like, it's so, it's so beautiful to see yeah. like everyone getting into it and everything. It's, it's really fantastic. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And then also final thing, um, our friends at the black hat society, they're a group of dancing witches that, that do flash mobs and, and do events in Irvington and they support so much of Irvington. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. They are selling 2008, uh, hanging calendars, um, and they are on sale at Coal Yard Coffee on Bonnet Avenue and a couple other places. Check their Facebook page, but I bought mine at Coal Yard Coffee, which is also a really, like, I didn't know that that was a place. Oh, um, nice. yeah, and it's like, it's a really cool, like, little coffee shop, and I got a, um, I got a French vanilla um, iced coffee. That's what I got. Okay. And it was delicious. Um, but yeah, it's a very cool spot. Uh, go check it out. $20 for the calendar. And uh, the calendar, it's cash only. Uh, all the proceeds that they make go to um, a diabetes thing and a few different organizations. One called the Poor House and then a juvenile diabetes camp, I think, okay. um, and a few other places. But all the proceeds are going there. They're a great organization. Go check them out at uh, on Facebook. Just type in the Black Hat Society and uh, go support them because they're fantastic. And uh, they helped us a lot this year for Sharktober. Nice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, without further ado, uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this special episode of the podcast. We will be back uh, later this week, actually, probably, or this weekend, sure, probably, um, <laughs> uh, with a, an episode with me and Fekus reviewing Blade Runner 2049. And we'll, we'll also be talking about the Harvey Weinstein, Kevin Spacey, kind of all that, all that news that's been hitting recently. Um, and then next week we'll do probably maybe Thor Ragnarok or, or stranger things. Yeah. So, yeah. So check that out. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for supporting us at Sharktober and Irvington and, and, uh, listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it and we'll see you next time. All right. Well, that does it for this year's Sharktober and Irvington. Thank you guys once again for coming out and uh, supporting local filmmakers and supporting us and everything. Uh, it's greatly appreciated. Um, <laughs> Make sure you check out uh, PlaygroundProductionsStudio.com for more about this this lovely venue. And also check out ShocktoberInIrvington.com, ObsessiveViewer.com, all that stuff. Um, also, if you're uh, interested in this event, again, we'll be doing it again next year. Uh, follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Irvington. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for coming out. Thank you for everyone that helped us put this together. Chad, Greg, my brother Ray for helping with promotion, and uh, and uh, my buddy John for, for supplying ice and stuff, which I thought was very nice of him. Um, <laughs> and also Tony for the, for the, uh, for the uh, prizes and, and promotion and everything. And thank you to everyone else who's, who's helped us out. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for coming. Have a great night.
Okay, hey guys. So just breaking into this episode uh, once again to kind of close us out with an announcement. Um, Witching Season Films, who they let us uh, screen their short film, They Live Inside Us, um, at Shocktober in Irvington this year. And then last year we sh- we screened Princess. Uh, it's an anthology horror movie, uh, anthology horror series on YouTube. It's the Witching Season Films. They are actually in the process of funding a or uh, crowdfunding a feature film based on They Live Inside Us. Uh, it is currently live on Indiegogo. It is, as of this recording, it has 15 days left. So by the end of uh, November, uh, you have not uh, until then to support uh, Witching Season. Um, they are a fantastic group of very creative filmmakers who make some very incredible uh, short horror films for YouTube, and that is so perfectly in keeping with the Halloween spirit and season. Um, so definitely go check that out at Indiegogo.com. Uh, just type in uh, uh, Witching Season Films or go to WitchingSeasonFilms.com and click Donate. Um and I'm going to try to get uh, someone from Witching Season onto the podcast to talk about it if we can get the timing the timing right. But, um, yeah, it's and they have such great um, such great uh, reward tiers, too. Like, they, they have this really killer uh, poster design um, that they had a limited run of prints um, uh, months ago, and I didn't get a chance to get one. But they have it available as one of the reward tiers, um, and they also have DVD and Blu-rays of the of the short films, and stickers and and pins and stuff. It's a really great um, a really great group to support. So go check that out. Uh, they are uh, they have they have several backers now, but they still need some uh, some backers uh, for the for the. Uh, uh, crowdfunding campaign. So go check that out at Indiegogo.com. I will have a link in the show notes of this episode. And yeah, to everyone that came out to Sharktober Irvington, thank you. To everyone that supported us, thank you. And we can't wait to do it again next year. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening and have a great one. Thank you for listening to The Obsessive Viewer presented by ObsessiveViewer.com. You can find more of our episodes at ovpodcast.com. And you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or anywhere else podcasts are found. If you'd like to support the show, the best and easiest way is to leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. More ratings and reviews means it'll be easier for people to find the show in the highly competitive film and TV podcast genre. It also provides us with valuable feedback on the show. If you'd like to donate to the podcast, you can make a one-time PayPal donation at obsessiveviewer.com slash donate or become a patron at patreon.com slash obsessiveviewer for recurring donations with different reward tiers. Every donation goes toward paying the fees to keep the podcast running and is greatly appreciated. For official Obsessive Viewer merch, including shirts, mugs, notebooks, phone cases, and more, visit our Tee Public store. You can also buy other great Tee Public designs in our store, and we'll get a small commission on the sale. You can find a link to the store in the show notes of this episode and at obsessiveviewer.com slash donate. The Obsessive Viewer's theme song is An Eclipse of Events and is provided by Loudlike from their EP, Mistakes We Must Make. You can find that and more great music from them on iTunes and like their Facebook page at facebook.com slash loudlikemusic. Any and all feedback on the podcast is encouraged. We love to hear from you guys. You can contact us by emailing podcast at obsessiveviewer.com or by tweeting us 
at Obsessive Viewer, at Obsessive Tiny, and at I Am Mike White. You can also like us on Facebook and join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash the Obsessive Viewer, where you can take part in discussions and polls between episodes. For more podcast content, check out Anthology, Matt's solo podcast, where he's reviewing The Twilight Zone as a first-time viewer and exploring other classic and contemporary science fiction anthology TV shows. You can find Anthology at anthologypod.com and anywhere podcasts are found. For book lovers, you can check out our sister site at obsessivebooknerd.com for book reviews, author spotlights, and a general celebration of reading. Finally, if you're philosophically curious, check out Tiny's side project podcast, The Secular Perspective, which explores the concepts of faith, religion, and existence from the perspective of secular hosts Chad and Amanda. You can find that at thesecularperspective.com and subscribe to the podcast on the app of your choice. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.